Good evening, everyone. This is Neil with the Dashly Gentleman, welcoming you to the Dashly Gentleman podcast. With me, I have Frank, back from the briny depths. Say hi, Frank. Debris. I'm back from the briny deep. <laughs> Arr, I got me scurvy in me butthole. <laughs> Gross. And uh, <laughs> tonight we're going to talk about cartoons. Frank, what was I your like f- cartoons? <laughs> what was your favorite cartoon when you were growing up? Like whenever I was like a wee lad. Yeah, and I'm talking like, like cartoon, cartoon. Like wee wee lad. Sure. <clears throat> Look, don't judge me, but I love Rainbow Bright. Dude, Rainbow Bright was awesome. I, I mean, I don't know what it was about that show, but I mean, like it, it just it always felt when I was a kid, I always walked that fine line between like, like engrossing narrative and like borderline violence and, <laughs> right. and it was it, it was just like i i don't know like i felt like it was i always thought that was very compelling and i love the art and it was very colorful when i was a kid and don't judge me dude i love it dude i would make sure my mom would take me to a video rental store and i would always get rainbow bright i wouldn't say it's my favorite but it's it's so good that. though, and the movie was really good. The movie was very dark. I didn't. Oh, did I see the movie? Was it? It was animated, right? Yeah. Okay, I might have seen the movie then. I remember. Yeah, I I, I love the movie. I think it gave me nightmares. <laughs> good. Good for me. <laughs> good for you. Um, I loved I loved He Man and Shira. Uh, He Man He Man was my jam. I, I went to go see. Uh, He-Man in concert apparently whenever I was a kid and according to my parents um, when Skeletor appeared I stood on my chair and screamed I have the power <laughs> that's awesome uh, I was like five so <laughs> but to be fair not a lot's changed I probably would still do that yeah I would I would probably uh, cheer at you for doing so but I wouldn't have the balls to do it myself I would definitely. I, I would feel like I had to, you know, because sometimes He Man needs that help. <laughs> Red's Adam ain't that bright, you know? Yeah, I hear you. My favorite cartoon when I was a kid Darkwing Duck. Oh, that, was, that was good. I liked Darkwing, Darkwing Duck. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, just everything about it, it was awesome. I like the, the yellow guy. I don't remember his name. Megavolt? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. He, like, I don't... He had the power to kill anybody at any given time, but... It's a cartoon, so nobody dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you, um... Did you ever watch, uh, Mask? Mask. Yeah. It was about, um... It, they're kind of like the G.I. Joes, but they... They wear these masks that, like... I don't even know how to describe it, but like you, you warp in, they, they use them and then they warp into like their cars and like, it was just the trippiest like transformation sequence. I mean, it was like, it was like three degrees of separation between like, uh, uh, basically NASCAR's envisionment of Sailor Moon. <laughs> and, and it was just like, it was ridiculous stuff where they were like, you know, Someone needs freedom, and then wah, 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 and they they slide into the Carl Voltron style, and everything changes. And then like they have like, you know, this is tough talking Dave's big rig, but now it's tough talking Dave's big rig with machine guns and shit. 
<laughs> it's like, oh, so I don't know. It's retarded, but it was, you know, hindsight. It was basically fucking stupid as hell. But like, you know, it's like Dino Riders. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, I used to have like this giant mural in, in my house of, of Dino Riders where it was like people would come over because I had it up until I was like, <coughs> like 25 and people would come into my house and they look at it and go, does that dinosaur have missiles on him? Yes. <laughs> What's better than dinosaurs? Dinosaurs with missiles attached. Yeah, I mean, he's got like... He's got like a laser pointer and then like he's got a guy like, you know, you have like two guy, like guy here and a guy here and they're all like shooting. Arr! And it was fucking fantastic. It was the most nonsensical dribble on the planet, but it was so good. And I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe because like inside to this day, I'm still seven. Well, yeah, come on, we're... All the time! 30-year-old <laughs> boys, basically. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm that close to hanging a, 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 a sign on the outside of my house that says, No Girls Allowed. <laughs> I'm, I'm still at that point in life where if I have a towel and I wrap it around my neck, I will fucking swoosh around the house like a goddamn child because I pretty much am. I am. Um, I have these big red towels, and and it's like I've got long hair, and I'll and I'll put it like the the towel around my shoulders, and and I'll walk around the house for a while with it swooshing behind me like I'm a centurion. I'm always like, it just it's that historical element, it, but still superhero. <laughs> Speaking of centurions, did you watch Centurions? I don't want to entirely answer that, so I'm just going to say no. What are you talking about? <laughs> Centurions is awesome. That was one of the few Cartoon Network, like, Hannibal. Oh, okay, or it's a cartoon. No, I've never even heard of it. Okay. Okay. We were talking about totally different things. Continue. <laughs> what were you talking about? There's this um, extremely graphic... Uh, man on man porn called Centurions. Oh, and uh, I may or may not have have been around when it was on. <laughs> so, you know, that's why I, you're like, I don't know. What are we talking about? <laughs> I'm going to hedge my bets and say no. No, so Centurions was uh, it was a show about like. The finest of the military, but it was like three dudes. It's already starting to sound like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I feel like we might be talking about the same thing. It was three dudes, <laughs> but they all had like these uh kind of like mech suits. Uh they all the, and they were one was, you know, air, one was land, one was sea, and they all solved their uh problem problems and uh defeated the enemy by hitting them from all three angles and it was stupid, but I loved that show. I I think we're still talking about the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never watched that, but that definitely sounds ridiculous. But yeah. Yeah. very enjoyable. What is it about the old cartoons that like? I'm sure that like if we went back and watched it, we'd be like, why did we think this was cool? I do sometimes, but like okay, sometimes I'll go back and watch shows. 
because I'll be trying to get my nephew or somebody into the show because I loved it when I was a kid and I'm pretty sure they would too because everything I love is awesome <laughs> everything is awesome <laughs> and I'll go back and watch a show like Darkwing Duck for example and I'll start discovering things that I didn't understand as a kid like stuff that's totally perverted <laughs> like I remember watching uh, Darkwing Duck he was fighting Bushroot in the first episode Bushroot became a supervillain and I had, you know, the uh, niece and nephew there. And all of a sudden, he's got a big old chainsaw chasing after Bushroot. And he's like, time to toss some salad. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure that wasn't meant to be dirty, but oh, God, it was so dirty. It very there's a lot of that in a lot of those old cartoons where like, you know, and I notice stuff about that. Like now that I watch cartoons of my kids, um, that there are very clearly adult jokes yeah. that have been put throughout that I know are there. So like, you know, you got parents that are just kind of, yep. <laughs> and then they, they hear like somebody make like a, like a stuff and butts joke. And, and they're like, they're like, the show's awesome. <laughs> let's, let's buy more of that. Um, Sesame Street is like notorious for having um, like adult side jokes, not like pornographic necessarily, but I mean like you know uh, things that kids wouldn't understand or, or recognize, but that adults are like, what? <laughs> like that they did um, they did one where Sesame Street did uh, like a Sons of Anarchy parody. Yeah. And, and like they all use the same names. They all had like the motorcycles and they all talked and acted the same way that they do in the show, but they were doing like the sons it was sons of poetry. <laughs> and I was like and I was like Oh my god, Sons of Anarchy. The my favorite one was when Sesame Street did a parody of Game of Thrones and and they called it a a, a game of chairs. <laughs> and in the in the process of like, you know, determining who the king was, one of the Muppets was poisoned and died. <laughs> In the narrative, he died. And I'm like, in like everyone's like, Grover's all like, well, I guess if we have solved the problem of the chairs. And I'm like, this motherfucker's still dead, though. <laughs> and, and I'm like, this is not an all's well that ends well. So this guy is dead. <laughs> this motherfucker is not breathing. <laughs> like, like, Grover, not not all is well. Someone someone is no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> I do Curi- you know, Curious George does that a lot, too. There's a lot of Curious George jokes that are like, you know, you're kind of like, <laughs> did he did he just say that? I can't believe he just said that. Can he say that? <laughs> Speaking of Curious George, why why is he still around? Like, why does the man in the yellow hat keep him around? He ruins everything. <laughs> everything. You know, I just like I wish that it was a little bit more real. I, this is this is I, this is I think this is being an adult where the adult part of me speaks up because I remember watching Curious George when I was a kid or at least like kind of reading the books and whatever and then being like you know being like oh Curious George but like now I'm watching I'm like Curious George is basically a destructive force yes where like you know he you know and but like he gets a lot of like you know oh well he was just curious no he took down a traffic light you know, I mean, like he took down a traffic light and then he was up there and he was switching all the things around and making it so that everything was green and I'm like, that is like top tier level criminal mischief. I saw that and, episode. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, people will 
die. Yeah. There's an episode where he literally brings down a building and people are like, oh, well, you know, it's a good thing George was here. No. <laughs> he, what? What? I mean, like, how many times does the man in the yellow hat have to, like, go and apologize to people for George basically stealing their shit? You know? Oh, well, he just didn't understand. Well, you better slap that little asshole around them because, I mean, like, you know, he needs to learn some shit. If it's somebody else's, don't fucking take it, George. And I'm like, your curiosity has limits to, like, you know, I mean, like, if you're so curious about what's inside somebody else's pocket, that's called theft. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got in there? Let me just stick my hand in there and just shuffle around. Is that 100? Well, I mean, I've got pockets, but, well, you know, I'll tuck it into my fur. I just, I, I'm just, I'm floored every time, like, because my son just loves Curious George. And every time, like, I watch it, I, I'm like, I'm like, how is the man in the yellow hat not fucking bankrupt? Seriously. Paying for all this shit that George has destroyed. Like, I mean, he's in this, he's in this swank ass apartment building. And then George is like, you know, I'm going to be a plumber. And he floods the fucking apartment. Not only does he flood the apartment, he floods the entire 17th floor. So then it goes 17, 16, 15, 14. I mean, like, all the way down. And he floods the basement. I'm like, he destroyed half of this fucking apartment building. First of all, you're getting evicted. (laughs) I mean, like, you know, that's your, that's, that's, that's minimal. I mean, like, you're probably going to jail. (laughs) George will probably end up in a zoo. And because of his tendencies, he'll probably be euthanized <laughs> or in space. You know, I mean, how is George? I mean, and then they're like, they're like, we're going to send George out into space. I'm like, have you seen this little motherfucker's track record? I mean, like, this guy barely knows where his dick is. I mean, like, he's so he's been so curious for the last 40 fucking years that he hasn't figured shit out yet. <laughs> I mean, like, God damn. I hate more, curious George. He'd be more liable to turn that spaceship around, crash into a building. Yeah, you're like, and Curious George is like, what's this? What's this lever do? Pushes over the foot, <laughs> <laughs> brings brings a rocket down like at Mach 26, right in the middle, of, like Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that George! <laughs> oh, that George! But somehow he'll be fine. Yeah, and, and then somehow everyone's gonna be like, be like, well, I hope that he learned a valuable lesson. He doesn't learn lessons. No, he doesn't. If if George learned lessons, he would be substantially less curious and much more embittered. <laughs> yeah. George would know much more about the human condition. Because the first time that George goes into like the inner city and he's super curious about roller skating and he just jacks some kid's skates and gets his shit kicked out of him in an alley, George will stop being as curious about somebody else's random shit. You know, I mean, I'm just saying. Why is George so skittish? <laughs> <laughs> Why does George flinch every time I try to reach for, like, the salt? <laughs> George. George got way too curious. <laughs> I saw that episode where he, uh, he was making a treehouse. He steals everybody's shit. He steals everybody's shit. It steals, like, he goes to the... Vandalism! <laughs> he goes to the dock and steals the planks off... The planks and the nails from the dock. Old man, you know... Walks to the end of the dock. He's going to go to the boat. And he falls through the dock into the water. You know, it's a cartoon. He's okay. But in real life, he'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, he's just kind of like, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And, and fall. And there are rocks and shit. Old man's like, let up. Bangs his head on a rock and then drowns. Well done, George. Now you're like, you know, your accessory to second degree murder. <laughs> Manslaughter. 
and then he steals like this farmer that is right next door which if i if i knew curious george was moving next to me pack everything up we're leaving because he's gonna ruin everything so he steals half of this woman's chicken coop just takes off with it and i'm like so out of all the curiosities george has ever had grand larceny apparently has not been an issue yet (laughs) and it's like you think that at this point the man in the yellow hat would be like george if you steal another fucking thing i'm gonna cut your goddamn hands off (laughs) if i have to pay one more goddamn dime for you just jacking somebody's random stuff i'm just gonna kill you you're a (laughs) monkey you're a fucking monkey. I'm going to take you into the bathtub and I'm going to stove your fucking head in with a fucking peace pipe. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> God damn. At this point, I would have eaten George. <laughs> sure, you wouldn't wear him on your head? Wear his that's, head step, on your that's step two. I mean, like, you know, it's like I, I would literally, like, there is so much shit that George has done and, and been a part of and gotten into and destroyed. That if I was the man in the yellow hat, I would be so fucking furious at the fact that I was now homeless for sure <laughs> that I would eat George's brains alive. I mean, like monkey brains. <laughs> Get this son of a bitch going because I am so angry I could eat your soul. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, if I could, I would eat it. I would take your soul right out of your body and wipe my ass with it, and I put it back into your body upside down. <laughs> I mean, just I hate you. I hate you. So much. I got pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, George is the worst. I no, mean, like of all of, of all the cartoons, no one has been more gleefully destructive in a no. social setting. I don't think there has been. I mean, like you look at all the other kids shows, like you know Dora the Explorer. At most, right. at most, she you know kidnaps you and you know then she it brings takes you, you to back. the Amazon. Yeah. Which is terrifying. I mean, like, that's a whole new level. That's a whole new level of criminal mischief. You know, she she kidnaps you, stuffs you inside of a barrel, takes you across the border, and then demands money from your parents, you know, and, and kilos of cocaine. And I'm just like, that's horrifying. But George is like, George is, look, I'm going to say it. Curious George is a domestic terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... It's a fact at this point. Watch Curious George seasons like seven and eight. He will destroy more shit on that show than you will see Tom and Jerry ever do in the history of them being around. No, Tom and Jerry typically destroy each other. They don't do, usually do a whole lot of property. Or damage. the one house. You know, yeah. they're in the one house and they wreck the house and that's fine. Curious George destroys whole buildings. <laughs> yeah, Apartment I mean, he, buildings. Yeah, or priceless, priceless scientific artifacts like the full-size T-Rex just wrecks it. <laughs> yeah, I was playing on it. Oh, it's okay. It's just George. No, it's not okay. <laughs> it's not fucking okay at all. That's a completed Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton. No, that is long that fucking took. priceless. <laughs> <laughs> like literally priceless. Ah. Oh. You got me all kinds of triggered about Curious George. <laughs> I watch the show with my son all the time, but I'm what, and, I, and, I, and I'm, I, I'm just, I, I'm almost at that point where I don't want him watching it anymore, because I'm glad that he likes it, and he gets good. You know, he 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 does a lot of he does because Curious George draws a bunch, so my son draws a bunch. That's great, but Curious George destroys a bunch of shit too, so it's like I don't know if I want him watching it, because I want him to be like wreck something and then expect everybody to be like you know oh you know it's just he was just curious no now i'm gonna blister you until you can't walk for the next two days <laughs> you know i mean like it's not okay it's just not okay 
Man, I think I hit a sore spot there. <laughs> you, you got me going, dude. You got me going. Chris <laughs> George and I are coming to a serious parting of ways. <laughs> See, I don't remember watching Curious George as a kid. Uh, as far as kids shows, was it around when we were kids? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. He's been around for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I, I do remember Sesame Street very well. I mean, I they've been around forever. It's like 50 years. Yeah, but since the 60s. But as far as kids shows, I'd say Rainbow Bright, which was top-notch television there. Yeah. I don't remember much else. I mean shit, I was I was so long ago. <laughs> my sat- my Saturday mornings used to like flip flop between like different tiers of I I guess like multi-gendered programming where like it would be like I'd watch GI Joe and then I'd watch Ronin and then I or Ronin Warriors and then I'd watch then I'd watch Rainbow Bright and then I'd watch My Little Pony and then I'd watch Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you, you got to keep it even. Yeah, you know, I love, yeah, I love GI Joe, but like, you know, cause it's like with my, it's like with my kids, like, you know, if my daughter wants to play with, you know, hammers and, and wrenches and shit, she can, and that's fine. Like, I don't like being like, you know, oh, this show's for boys. Oh, this show's for girls. Sure. I watched all of them. Yeah. I try to watch a Sailor Moon, but that shit is stupid. <laughs> I watched a lot of Sailor Moon. I still think it's stupid. Oh, I mean, it is, but I don't know. There's a whole lot of uh, undertones in the American version of that show that were blatantly obvious in the J- Japanese show. A whole well, yeah, because uh... Japan is a fit. Japan is it like you know doesn't get all worried about shit like that. It, it's just like you know this is the narrative. Take it as it is. If you don't like it, don't watch it. You know, which is like something that just isn't quite as um, prevalent in America, where America tries to be like you know we don't want to upset people, so we're gonna we're gonna just dub that out. Yeah, basically, I think it. I can. I can't remember which ones. I think it was Sailor Neptune, Sailor Uranus. In the, in the American show, they were cousins or something like that. In the Japanese show, they were lesbian lovers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and and see, but in, in Japan, it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, it just is what it is. I mean, I think the biggest problem of it is that, like, you know, they're like. They're like 16. <laughs> now those ones are a little bit older. I don't think they're that much older. They, they were like in their late 20s. Those ones were. They were way older than the rest of the scouts. This is, this is me checking. Okay. Yeah, they were all taller. She's barely 16 years old. For real? Sailor, Sip. Which one was that one? That's Uranus. Oh yeah, I'm reading her profile. She is straight up. She's actually kind of butch. <laughs> well yeah, that's the thing was that... Um, she, uh, Sailor Jupiter started coming on to her and was like, had a crush on her at first, but she thought she was a dude. <laughs> and then once she found out that she was a chick, she's like, oh, now things are awkward. <laughs> now I can do you. So, yeah. But yeah, um, uh, Ronan Wars, that, that, there's like a whole block of uh, cartoons every morning. There was Sailor Moon, there was Ronin Warriors, which I loved. Ronin um, Warriors is really good. It just kind of went nowhere, which made me mad. Um, and then there was the Littlest Pet Shop, 
which I really, yeah! I really <laughs> I like that show. Yeah, I forgot about that. And uh, I think I think maybe DuckTales was on at around that time, too. DuckTales, super good. Like, I, I followed DuckTales religiously. And then, and like, <laughs> you know, it, there, here's the thing about going back and watching a lot of, like, cartoons that you watched when you were a kid. Like, common sense and science start to kind of, like, take a kind of a, a, a painful grip. Yeah. Where, like, you know, in the Family Guy skit where Scrooge McDuck jumps into his money and, like, you know, smashes against it and, like, you know, gets all broken up or whatever. Yeah. You know, now that, I, now that I'm older and I watch it and I'm like, that is so silly. Yeah, yeah. So is, like, a, so is a literal, like, clock tower-sized building full of money. You know, I mean, like, it's, I mean, it's, like, basically pennies. He's basically got pennies in there. I mean, like, you know, how are you, but you got, like, a little funnel. <laughs> dollar. I mean, He's, like, throwing sense in there. I mean, he, he even, like, uh, you know, put in a plaque his first dime he ever made or whatever. So, if it were, like, a lot of money, why doesn't he just melt it all down and turn it into gold bars like Fort Knox? And, you know, or, or, give it to Fort Knox in the reserve and just have a digital currency, you know? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, back then he couldn't have done that. What he could have done though is he could have, you know, taken all that money and then he probably could have given it to Fort Knox, gotten the uh, the currency equivalent of it, and then actually bought a bunch of stocks and just started like accruing all that. Never, you know what? We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not going to debase Scrooge McDuck's values to have all of that wealth <laughs> present so he can bathe in it. Splash himself in the face with a bunch of pennies, which I'm sure smells awful and it yeah, hurts probably would, a lot. You would spit that shit out after he dove in, but <laughs> yeah, like he's like, oh, that tastes like an old guy's sock. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, that tastes like that came off of a street pavement. <laughs> I remember like almost breaking my hand because I, you know, those five gallon jugs that you'd always put pennies in and whatnot. Well, I remember we had one of those, and we cut it in half to store spare change in. And I tried to dive my fingers and my hand straight into that pile of pennies because I watched that show and uh, almost broke my damn fingers because I'm stupid when I was a kid. (laughs) That is definitely pretty fucking retarded. I mean, hey, it's very influential. It's like uh, I did crack my head open at one point. (laughs) I mean, uh, like, I, I agree with you. It's like, you know, you've got Chaucer, and then, you know, got got King, and then you've got McDuck. It's just, <laughs> I, I understand. <laughs> Influential. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, did, I did crack my head open one, at one time because uh, I jumped off of the cement stairs wearing a cape, uh, thinking I could fly if I had a cape. Um... I was like four at the time, okay, so, and somebody also, I think it might have been my brother, told me I could fly if I was wearing a cape. I'm sure he did. That's a brother's prerogative, though. Yeah, just put your younger brother in all sorts of danger. Yeah, I remember um, my cousin jumping off of his roof with an umbrella because he watched Mary Poppins yeah, and was yeah, yeah. sure that with an umbrella he would be able to descend quietly to the ground. Was not quiet. 
He did not descend quite. He did not descend slowly. <laughs> he descended around on top of a wheelbarrow, and uh, he kind of wore that shit for a while. <laughs> he was a little broke up, and I remember when I, even being as a kid going, "What are you doing?" Oh, <laughs> yeah. I never did anything like that. I was never like, you know, I saw it on TV, therefore I can do it. I just never did any of that. Like, like if I wear a cape, I can fly. I never did that. I never did like, you know. Um, I saw, I can't think of, think of like any context because everything that I watched was so outlandish. There's no way I could even recreate it if I wanted it to. I don't know, man. I mean, like I watched so much, so many martial arts shows. I thought I was a goddamn black belt, you know? <laughs> Anytime yeah. I would go fight my neighbors and stuff and I'd actually, you know, do well. But I'm sure if I went across you know, anybody with any actual training, I'd have my ass handed to me. But hey, I watched so many karate movies. And ninja movies too. See, I, I I did I watched a lot of shows like that, and I but I I just whenever I was whenever I was younger, I fought all the time, and so like, but whenever like I'd be like I'd be like I'm a I'm not a karate master, but I can kick the crap out of you and your friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I I'm a scrapper, and I will and I will brutalize all of you. I won't use any kung fu though, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but I will definitely be able to appreciate a Jackie Chan movie. Sure. <laughs> so okay um how about the misconception of anime being cartoons is uh, it is an anime, what, what about it is it is a japanese anime an actual cartoon or vice versa i mean like by its definition the an anime is a cartoon in so much as it is animated Mm-hmm. Therefore, is cartoon because definition of cartoon is is animated drawings, to my understanding. Sure. So, but I mean, like it by by if you simply write it off as being a cartoon, you are not. It's not representative of the actual intention, product, or direction of anime because anime is not aimed at children. But anime is a anime can be for children, though it, the majority of it at this point isn't. Like, I mean, Sailor Moon isn't even for kids. No, Ronin Warriors isn't even for kids. But like, you know, because the the way that it was presented in America at the time was that people still have this idea that because it's cartoon is for kids. But then, like, you know, anytime that like I hear. Like I've talked to my family before, and you know they they see me watch anime, and they're like, "What? You're still watching cartoons at your age?" Uh, this guy just got cut in half. <laughs> I mean, like his I could see his guts and everything, and <laughs> and I'm like, if you think that's for kids and that is a, a a narrative for children, then you're out of your fucking mind. Right. You know, it's like. So it's like the difference between watching something like like Ben 10 and then Helsing right. and then tell me that they are on that they're they're the same because they're animated like there are cartoons. Therefore, they are they are identical in their overarching purpose. You know, we're we're like Ben 10 is I don't even know. I don't even fucking know what Ben 10 even about. It's the first one that came to my mind, though. But then like you have a cartoon that's like that, which I I don't know. I, I imagine is to entertain a younger audience and give impart some kind of morals versus something like 
Right. And like any anime, literally any anime that I think of would be, I mean, even, I don't want to reuse Helsing, but I guess, or uh, uh, Drifters, that's the new one that uh, Kota Hirano, who did Helsing, just came out with. If you can watch those two together and then tell me that they're on par because simply because they're animated, uh, I think you're an idiot. Sure. No, I agree 100%. <laughs> just, I mean, like, I think, and a lot of, there's a good portion of Japanese anime that is geared for kids. And it's drawn in the same style. Right. I mean, you look at Pokemon. I mean, a lot of people don't even consider Pokemon an anime, <laughs> but it is. Well, I know, but I mean, Pokemon, Pokemon, it's lighter hearted, but like, you know, if you look at it in context, I mean, Pokemon is, you know, a- Ash is basically a wandering Michael Vick, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, he's like, he's like, I'm going to. I'm gonna beat you guys behind the gym over there where it's all abandoned. We're gonna have these motherfuckers fight. <laughs> like, you know, we're gonna take these rat monsters and they're gonna chew each other's faces off. And I got 50 bucks on the fucking red one. You know? Like, <laughs> and that's Pokemon. It, it's 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 lighthearted dog fighting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's when you tear it apart like we did Curious George. But yeah, but it's cockfighting. I mean, like, look, it's cockfighting. <laughs> I mean, like, just because, like, you know, you've got, just because, like, you give them funny names, it doesn't, it doesn't make it any less that you were enslaving animals to kill each other. <laughs> they don't, I'm not saying I disagree with it. Look, I'm just saying that it's a thing. They don't kill each other, Frank. They KO each other. He KO'd him <laughs> when the Gyarados came down and ate him. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> Pikachu's like, lightning bolt, Gyarados just, oh. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. He's just asleep. Inkyrados is like down here. <laughs> it's not that he's melting; it's that he's sleeping forever. <laughs> okay, so you look at Pokemon, <laughs> and I even even like Dragon Ball Z. I mean, even that—that's pretty violent show, but they do their best to keep blood out of it. Um. For the most part, until it gets completely unrealistic. But people do die like crazy in that They start blowing holes in each other. I mean, like, the original Dragon Ball Z was pretty effing violent. I mean, like, in the first in the first three episodes, whenever um, uh, Raditz shows up, Piccolo gets his goddamn arm torn off. Yeah. So, I mean, like, not for kids. Like, I mean, like, within the first episode, people are bleeding. I mean, it, it's, it's pretty gnarly. I mean, like, granted that the, the version that was originally put on... Cartoon Network, not so much because yeah. like it was heavily censored. Yeah. But a lot of anime, you know, a lot of anime does gets that treatment where like it gets super heavily censored and and like as I remember, uh, there's a show that I, I used to watch a lot called uh, The Vision of Escaflone, and I remember, uh, I saw that they were gonna put it on Saturday morning cartoons and I was like, hmm, I, I think that's a terrible idea. Because this, like the the opening, the opening sequence of events in the very first episode, involve a guy fighting to the death with a dragon and literally being covered in its blood and then cutting it open and then like tearing its heart out. That was the whole premise of him ascending to being the one of the the, the primary characters was that he did that. Right. And and I'm like, how are you gonna how are you gonna put that on on Saturday morning? Uh, and, and like the the treatment that that show got was so abysmal 
and so painful that it's like, how are you even, how, how can you even have this being a thing? And I think that's where people look at cartoons. I mean, in Pokemon, you know, is, is a great example because Pokemon is more lighthearted. Yeah. It's got brighter color schemes. And so like that really kind of like is one of those great shows that can walk the line of both and being both like it's good for kids and adults can really get a lot out of it because you have you have adults that follow the game and then they they play the game and then they watch the anime and they can really appreciate it and be like you know like this this is this is inter- interesting stories it's very episodic so like you don't have to like really hardcore follow it mm-hmm. where like a lot of anime it's like you know it follows a very specific story and if you get out of context like you just don't know what's going on anymore right um but then something like Escaflone, where like people looked at it and they said, "Oh, animated cartoon. Put it on Saturday morning, following Tom and Jerry." Right. Uh no. Uh, episode one, he tears someone's heart out. So I mean, probably not a good idea. Right. Um, second episode, ninety percent of his family is literally murdered in some pretty brutal ass ways. Look, we're talking getting crushed in the hand of a giant mech. You know, I mean, like censorship was just unbelievable i wish i could have been in the 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 room whenever they were doing the 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 publication or getting ready to do the publication for it where the the animators who have to do like the the editing were looking at going what (laughs) yeah you want us to make this g how (laughs) like just don't play it that's g right pick another show crayon shin chan there's 1200 episodes which would actually you wouldn't be able to play in America either because he's got his dick out in every episode. <laughs> so never mind. That's easy censor. You know, I mean they did that in Pokemon. Uh, what's her face? Jessie has like she's showing she's showing underboob the entire time in the Japanese. Uh, That's version, true. And they just made it look like she's wearing a black shirt. That's so, true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean censorship is i don't know like i, I wish I'm, I'm glad that we're getting to a point in cartoons now where america is comfortable enough adopting the idea that cartoons don't have to be like really lowbrow or, or maybe it's the opposite because it almost seems like some of these cartoons are getting kind of like more lowbrow or more flash boom bang and less substance whereas back in the day we had like rainbow bright that like throughout the course of an episode really kind of like imparted like a, a moral that wasn't really in your face while still kind of like delivering like a, a decent story right. uh, where like now it seems like, you know, you watch a cartoon and it's like stealing is bad. And then they spend the entire episode explaining to you how stealing is bad. And then the end, they're like, remember, sure you don't steal. Yeah. It's like, you know, with, with Rainbow Bright and G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe had their little, uh, you know, knowing is half the battle thing right. at the end where they like imparted some kind of bit of wisdom but but like for the most part the moral was sort of like implied throughout versus like you know don't steal <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that, that's the best way the best way to tell a story is to show it so it'll like sink in rather than you're telling your audience what to do yeah, yeah. because then it, that that means more because like you know you have that connection where like you know, we're, we're as opposed to like something, I don't know, I, I can't think of any, again, I'm not really great with American cartoons right now. Um, someone telling you 
you know, I don't want you to do this versus like Duke from GI Joe. He's like, you're like, I wouldn't do that because I don't, I don't believe in stealing. You can do whatever you want to, but me personally, I won't do that. And then like, you're like, you know what? Duke wouldn't steal. <laughs> I'm not going to steal either. And, and you know, cause it's, it's not, it's not the American way. It's totally the American way. Lie, cheat and steal. <laughs> you, you go, you go tell them Indians how we don't like to steal. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree with you on that one. Um, I mean, all the kids' shows nowadays are like that. You look at Dora the Explorer in particular. <laughs> like, jeez, like, spell it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, he'll, or she'll just stare at the screen. You get it, right? And then, like, a three, four-second awkward silence as she's staring at you because she expected you to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one's paying attention to you, Dora. God. You're just background noise. <laughs> you get it, right? I packed up Felipe and sent him <laughs> off to Nicaragua. <laughs> My parents are going to get his weight in kilos. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible, Frank. <laughs> Felipe's going to be a mule. So is that one example of how you think cartoons have changed over time? Like over the over the years since we've grown up? What's that like? That that mor- that the the moral story is a, a is less uh, implied and more spoken. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like that that's very that's really to the detriment of cartoons, because it seems to me that like you know if you work it out for yourself, it, it's it's much more long lasting. Where like I understand like what they're trying to do and trying to like, you know, give a moral. I I, I appreciate that, but it seems to me that. If you if you worked it out for yourself and you appreciated it for yourself and understood what was happening versus being told that like you you went away with much more. Sure. What about shows that are just ridiculous? Like that pretend to have substance but don't like like say for example like Johnny Bravo. (laughs) That show is just stupid. I mean it's (laughs) slightly entertaining, but um <clears throat> like Animaniacs, for example. They literally have a will of morality, which the moral of the show is nothing that has to do with the show. And it's not even a moral. It's like just... What is it? It's a wheel of morality. That on, they, uh, on what show? Animaniacs. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and they literally just say um, something like, eat at Joe's on Tuesdays or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's the moral of the story. Like... What about shows that are like just incredibly stupid? Like they're funny, they're entertaining, and there's a lot of a uh, you know Tom and Jerry esque violence. But you know, do you think that that um, lowers the uh, attention span intelligence of uh, the kids that watch it? I do and don't. So here's the thing, like. You very rarely will ever find a kid that's just going to sit down and be like, I'm going to watch Animaniacs and then I'm going to go do something else. Yeah. I mean, like, because, and so, it, Animaniacs never never started or ended uh, a string of cartoons. It was always, like, in the middle or it was a second or it was a second to last. Yeah. So, you would have other shows before and after that would impart, like, a kind of like a moral or some kind of a teaching, like like, throughout. Mm-hmm. And then the Animaniacs, and then more shows. So it was like Animaniacs was like that, that breather where like you know kids are just getting the flash, boom, bang, Warner Brothers crap, 
and then like you know like oh this is so exciting and then it segued into something else that that would try to like more or less like imply a teaching so it, it was almost like a, a rest stop for the brain to absorb what they had already seen before and then get in with something else i think that's probably giving it vastly too much credit i think so too but <laughs> but you know i mean i can understand where that that may be something positive do i i didn't like the animaniacs i never did i didn't like the animaniacs i didn't like freakazoid i don't like this is so for 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 all the things all the stupid shit that i do i don't like stupid things even though i am not very smart uh-huh. um i i truly just do not like stupid shit like i i fucking hate a lot of lowbrow comedy you know and, and to me animaniacs was lowbrow comedy it was just it was all flash no substance and i very rarely ever laughed well, see, with the Animaniacs and Freaks, I, I loved both of those shows, and those ones stood out for me quite a bit because um, it was a combination of stupid humor and <coughs> smart humor, like, at the same time. And right. it was way above the heads of any child that was geared towards. So, I mean, they're literally, like, bringing in, you know, cameos from people that kids will never know, like Eddie Asner, for example. I mean, he was the voice of Cosgrove, but they literally introduced him as Eddie Asner in the show, like kind of like a breaking the fourth wall kind of thing. And kids are like, okay, some old guy, whatever, you know. Adults are like, oh, shit. Yeah, do more silly stuff. So, I mean, I appreciate the show that it was geared more towards adults and it wasn't just, you know, dick and fart jokes. Mm Mm-hmm. But at the same time, yeah, it was it did not belong on children's television. It was probably something for lighthearted for adults. Yeah. I, same thing with Freakazoid. I I I appreciate the side jokes. I know that like in in, in Animaniacs there were like jokes where they they would bring on, you know, celebrities celebrities that have been drawn in or whatever and mm. and I I appreciate that, but but by and large I just found it to just even as a kid, I was just like, I, I just don't care that much about this. It just mostly because like, I don't like, I don't like, like I said, I don't like ridiculousness. Right. And that was pretty much like 90% of those shows was just almost felt like absurdly random. And, and I get, and I get bored with absurdly random really fast, which is why, you know, I can only read one Deadpool comic, maybe a month. And then I just can't do anymore because I just will. <laughs> I'm like, I I have so many other things I could be doing right now. Well, yeah, because I don't understand that. It's because it's it doesn't follow any real logic, and you want to be able to get something from the story, not just like, oh, he solves the problem by pulling a giant cannon out of his pocket and blowing something up. What the fuck? I, like, I hate that. I truly despise that. That's why, like, I, I never liked Warner Brothers. Yeah. I mean, like, I just didn't. The thing, the the Warner Brothers shows that I liked were like the really old ones, where like they would have like a ton of classical music, and then you'd have like the characters in the background acting shit out. I liked that mostly because like a lot of them were like really like whole semi Greco Roman myths that are being retold in a cartoonish fashion. Sure. But like they still followed the same myth. Right. Even though a myth is also sort of ridiculous, like it's I, I found it recognizable and it was something that I could appreciate versus like, you know, like you said, he pulls a 
you know, a cannon or a hammer or whatever out of his pocket and saves the day. And I'm like, I, that's fucking retarded. I, yeah. I just, I can't appreciate that. And, you know, I, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's just, I, maybe I'm just old or maybe even as a kid, I felt old because like, I just, I can't appreciate stuff like that. I mean, I understand it's, that. it's gotta make sense to me and that doesn't make sense to me. I understand that. I, I, I can appreciate it. Just the randomness of it, just because, I mean, it is supposed to be silly, so that's fine. But, I mean, if you're somebody looking for any kind of real story or real kind of purpose to the to the story or whatever, I mean, you're, you're, you're in the wrong <laughs> location looking for that kind of thing. You need to open up a book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's probably why you gravitated <laughs> way more towards books, and I was just fine with it. I mean, it, it, was, it wasn't so, like, when I was watching it when I was a kid... I don't think it was funny to me. Like, you know, it, it, it's supposed to be comedy, but to mm-hmm. me it was more like, yeah, you got the bad guy, you know, like, I don't know. Um, I didn't really, like, laugh out loud to shows like that, but for some reason I couldn't not watch it. Like, I was glued to the TV. So, I don't know. Yeah. I uh, I spent a lot of time just, like, it to me, Animaniacs and Freakazoid were were between me and the programs I actually wanted to watch. Yeah. And it was either I had to sit there because a lot of times whenever it was on, I was at a babysitter's or whatever. And I, and I literally had nothing else to do. I mean, most people that I, whenever I was in babysitting didn't fucking have books. So, I mean, like I couldn't sit there and read a book and wait for Dragon Ball to come on. I had to watch goddamn Animaniacs. (laughs) So I'm like, and that's definitely another aspect of it as well as that none of the episodes tied into each other. None of the episodes mattered. Like, somebody dies or gets sent away in one episode, they'll be back in the very next episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was... I know why they did that. It was because, I mean, they didn't really think, you know, people had the attention span to follow a season, you know? And, right. you know, time moves on, and everything is season-based now. But back then, it was just like, okay, they don't have the attention span let's just do some random shit and make it not matter. Yeah. I mean, and I, I dig that, but you know, I think the, for me, the closest that I can get to being episodic and not having like a a one after another storyline is probably Star Trek. Yeah. Because Star Trek is very episodic, but like the stuff they did before still matters. Well, yeah. And, And with Star Trek, you have key episodes and that you definitely have to watch because it does affect the rest of the story. But there's, it's more filler than substance. Like It's 90% filler episodes because they're all random. You don't have right. to keep up with it. But then the other 10% are super important. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean like you, could probably, you could probably pick out the 10% and then you could watch them one after another and not worry about the episodes in between. And you could probably walk away with the exact same feeling of... of accomplishment and enjoyment as anybody else that had watched every episode. The only difference is, is that like, you know, whenever somebody says something very technical about the ship and you go, eh, yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> like remember that time whenever Worf was, a, was accosted by tribbles. Nope. <laughs> Cause that episode is stupid and it didn't fall under the purview of the important episodes I should have been watching. <laughs> Like I'm sorry. Was this? What, what did that come? Did that come sometime around uh, Wolf three five nine? Then I don't fucking care. 
Yeah, no, it was... Suck my dick, lore nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Those, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, you, you look at the episode, and I won't, won't go too far into Star Trek here, but you look at the episode in The Next Generation where What's-Her-Face dies. Um, Tasha Yar. Tasha Yar, because she, you know, in real life, she decides she's going to go be a porn star. Um, she's got to die. I mean, they got to kill her off. She's no Makes longer sense. in any episode going further, except for the flashback ones or the one where she's at uh, Romulan or something like that. Um, yeah. Well, that, I mean, technically, it wasn't her. It wasn't her, but it was looked exact. It was the same actor. Um, it was the same actress. Yeah. yeah. She but, was like, it was, that was her coming back to Rick Berman and being like, "Look, I'm making a mistake." <laughs> yeah. This. Like, I mean, look, look, like Dicks in the Dick Dicks in the Bee wasn't nearly as good as I thought it was going to be. So, this <laughs> could point. you? You know, no, it's not panning out for me. I need money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now she's just like panhandling. <laughs> <laughs> Please give me some cash. So, yeah, no, um, I'm with you on that one. Um, for the most part now, if, if it's just random crap, you, you, nobody has any patience for that unless it's something like Twilight Zone or like, um, Black Mirror is a, a good show that they've got. It's basically in the same heart as Twilight Zone. Every show is its own story, mm-hmm. which is fine. I mean, you look at uh, American Horror Story, for example. Um, every season is its own story, and that's cool. So, I mean, love or hate the show, it's it's it. You don't have to watch every single episode to get what's going on. That's good because, like, I I watched the first episode, and I'm like. Why is this a good show to people? I'm like, this is so fucking boring. Yeah. I I I, I watched the first episode and, and I was just like, is this is something ever gonna happen? Oh look, they're fucking okay. <laughs> well done. I mean, I'm I'm done here. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Where's the horror in this? <laughs> it's it, it's very toned down. I mean, like in terms of what you would expect a, a show called American Horror Story. Um, <laughs> get more American Horror Story out of Wolf of Wall Street than you would out of American Horror Story. The real, the real horror story is being like, my dividends went down. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> what do you mean I'm in a new tax bracket? This is bullshit. Well, that's the show, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you like what you heard, please rate, comment, subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Donate on Patreon if you really like this. And also, I'm going to put this question out to you if you're listening. Um, go ahead and give us a comment. Respond to this here. If you had the choice, what cartoon would you want rebooted? Or what shouldn't be rebooted? Go ahead and uh, comment that on our YouTube channel or send us an email, send us a tweet. And uh, we'll throw your names in a hat. And... Uh, We'll do a drawing. Let's say $10 Amazon gift card. So, hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll have a new podcast out pretty soon. But until next time, we'll see you later. Peace out!